Welcome to Momfessions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. And we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Momfessions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 36, The Truth About Working Moms. Hello, Momfessions listeners. I hope y'all are having an excellent day. Uh, Today, Beth and I are chatting with our colleague and also dear friend, uh, Miss Katie Frank. She is the managing editor and resource director for Fort Worth Moms. And um, she's going to just kind of chat with us about a very important topic. So, Katie, welcome. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yay. So how about, I mean, we know and love you dearly. How about you tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself? I am married to um, my husband, Jason Frank, and we have two kids. We have a three-year-old and we have a 12-week-old little boy and our little girl, uh, her name's Amelia and our son is Coulter. And right now um, we're all we're all at home because of the pandemic. So we're all here working and being parents and just juggling all that. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your um, like home and work life? What, what do you do? What does a day for Katie Frank look like? Sure. So it's changed a lot. So I, um, I have been in publishing for close to 10 years And that started, uh, I worked for a magazine, a horse magazine in Maryland. And then I worked for a different horse magazine here in Texas. So um, it used to look like I would go into the office, pre-kids, I would go into the office about nine and leave about five. Then it kind of shifted and I would take her to daycare in the morning, um, about seven, seven thirty, And then I would run into the office and work and and then leave. And then my mom would also be able to watch my daughter once a week. And then once uh, the pandemic hit, obviously things have changed a lot. So we were working at home. So everyone was at home and it was, what we would do is my husband and I would usually try to set timers and I would work for an hour or two, or he would work for an hour or two and just juggle, juggle our daughter. I actually got laid off during the pandemic. So that was another big shift. And I was um, pregnant with our son. It turned out for the better. I think like I was able to take a break from working. We were fortunate enough that um, we could rely on my husband's income. So I, I took a break for a few months just to decompress, you know, have a baby and then just spend what would have been my maternity leave bonding with my son and taking care of my daughter. But to be honest, I was so anxious to get back to work. Like I, I like working and I love being a mom, but I found it really a really hard adjustment to just be a stay at home mom. And maybe that was because it wasn't on my terms. That could have been a big part of it, but um, that was, it was difficult for me. I did not handle it. Well, I came back to Fort Worth moms off my maternity leave. And that already was just like, weight was lifted from my shoulders. It seemed to make me um, appreciate the time I had with my kids even more, I think. That's what we're talking about today. And um, 
why, Katie, I thought you would be a really fun addition to the conversation because all three of us are working moms. I think all three of us, though, have a little bit different situation. So, Beth, you two are a working mom. Like, what does that working mom look like in your life? Well, you know, I think it's I think it's probably um, pretty different because for me, when I was pregnant with my daughter, we decided that I would stay home full time because honestly, it was a financial decision initially because what I would be making would just pay for daycare. And so it was kind of like, it just made more sense for me to be home. Um, but I remember that being a really, really hard transition going from working full time to being home and changing. Uh, it felt like I was changing my, my purpose and, you know, yeah. what I, who I was kind of. That's like such a big surprise. I think it, it, it was a big surprise to me as an adult and then to start coming in contact with peers who are mothers, you know, like when I was just entering that, like to have the realization that for sometimes for a middle-class mom to be able to have a career and a job is actually like a luxury because it works out with the dollars and cents because childcare costs are so high that your story is a lot of women's stories that the career and all that has to go on hold for very practical budgetary reasons. I had kind of always believed that, um, if you were able to stay home, that was the luxury you know, like, oh, you if you're going to make ends meet, everybody has to work. But I don't, that's not true anymore. I think, especially now, and I hear from so many women uh, who are stepping away from careers or, um, you know, education or things so that they can stay home and care for their families. And, um, you know, I know that there's a big divide and that it can be controversial, but uh, the bottom line is either decision is really hard you know, yeah, it's true. hard. You're giving up a part of yourself, whichever decision you make. And so to try to balance it, um, to try to balance it is always the goal. But we we're all feeling the heaviness yeah, of, true. you know, I did stay home um, full time. And then I work um, just very part time now doing podcasting and, and working with Fort Worth moms. And so, and even at one point had to step away from part of my Fort Worth moms mm -hmm. position and responsibilities just to be able to focus in more with my kids. It really is a hard balance. And, it, and because our kids change so quickly and so often, their seasons kind of define our home and work life. Like even in my case where I will readily admit that I come from a privileged situation and that I can, you know, we can manage the in-home and I can be the boss of all that. But it's a lot of like the word I want to use is it's a lot of finagling, you know, like even we like when Katie was in the full time sector in a office job, like she had daycare, she had her mom, she had her husband picking up, you know, like you just different days, you got to make it work. No matter the way you slice it, 
it takes some juggling. I was thankful before, like when I was in the office job, how flexible it was and how just really family friendly it was for me able to just kind of roll in. Like if I was running late one morning, it's fine, you know, or if I need to leave early, it's fine. And I was kind of dreading the whole, and I was able to afford childcare with one kid before I got laid off. And then we got pregnant and I was kind of dreading the whole, Oh, I have to crunch numbers. You know, again, is it going to be worth it for me to have two kids in childcare Mm -hmm. with my job? Okay. So we, we all like, we can agree, like practically speaking, there are lots of challenges. So answer this question. Why in the heck do we do it? Like, why are you a working mom? Why, why is it worth it? I mean, I, I think that the three of us can answer from kind of the same situation. Like you were saying, you know, we, we are kind of in a privileged situation where maybe, um, you know, if we need to stay home or if we need to change some things financially, we might be able to do that. Um, you know, so I, I fully recognize that for many women, it is simply a financial decision. I have to work to feed my family, you know? And so the times when I have had that choice, um, and I feel like I've, I've definitely had that choice for most of my season of motherhood. Um, it comes down to like mental and emotional health almost, you know, like I, the things that I put my time and my efforts and my mind to, I kind of need them for me so that I can then go back and pour into my kids. You know, I need to have something that I'm doing. Um, and honestly, uh, I used to say it's just because I need a different way to use my brain during the day. You know, I just need to use my brain a little bit differently. Oh, for sure. And, and I think here's the thing. It's, I'm passionate about my kids. I love my kids, but it's okay to have other passions. Mm -hmm. And I am passionate about journalism, about storytelling, about communications, if you will. And so I felt like when I wasn't able to do that, my identity was not there. And I like, I like to represent myself in a professional capacity. And so when that was stripped of, you know, my daily life, I just felt robbed of that. And I was, I was, I didn't handle it well. And then I think too, because my husband works at home now and I got to hear him in the other room, you know, answering emails and phone calls. Um, I was, and I was like, oh, I would have done that differently. You know, that's what I'm telling myself. I'm stuck in the living room with the kids. And, and so it was, it was hard too. Cause I didn't, at that point, I didn't have anything like in my mind going for me. And I was just a stay at home mom. And I, it was, it wasn't good. <laughs> I always tell people that I feel like I was made to work. Like it's part of who I am. And I am my I am the best mother I can be when I have a working outlet. You know, it's not just a hobby, it's not just self-care, which I mean it can be those things too. It's just who I am. Like I, it's almost like I can't escape it. You know, my husband and I, we've talked about sometimes when I go through all these like 
you know, crisis moments. Why am I doing this? I should just, I could make our lives easier if I wasn't forcing this job. And, but he was like, well, the truth is sure you could do that, but it would, it wouldn't even be 30 days before you have something else cooking. And there are like as many women who like value working and pursuing careers, we will have that many reasons for why they do it. You know, like we're just a small kind of slice. But like there's a lot of stereotypes and honestly like a lot of baggage, a lot of guilt that comes with working moms. You know, I was thinking about how like getting nervous when you become pregnant, like wondering if your job's going to penalize you for that. You know, um, are they going to, you know, like, is there going to be any flexibility for sick kids? Because the facts are that still in our culture, we as women still are going to absorb the sick kids. We're going to absorb the household management, you know, mostly, but not totally, of course. Well, I have a lot to say about that. So <laughs> I, my job was um, at the office was really flexible and that was great. However, I was the only woman on staff. My editor was a male and he had a son, but his wife stayed at home. So he had a kid, but he didn't have the juggling act that, you know, a working mom does. I, I had to learn to say no, or I had to, I remember feeling so guilty leaving at 5, 530 because I had to go get my daughter from daycare, you know, and it's a half an hour drive to go to daycare just so that I could go to daycare, pick her up, go home, make dinner and have the kids at, you know, have her embedded a somewhat reasonable hour. The other people on staff, they could stay later. They didn't have the same um, obligations that I did. It was also hard because as a journalist, um, I would travel from time to time about every three months. I would, I used to go, you know, for a week at a time and, and that changed a lot. Once I had my kid, like mm -hmm. it just, it wasn't that I couldn't do it. It just took a lot more planning. I couldn't do things on the fly. I couldn't do event coverage like I used to. Um, and I, it, it made me scared for my job because I couldn't do what they had originally hired me to do um, without some notice. You know, I had to find childcare or make right. sure my husband could watch. So um, there was a lot of guilt. There was a lot of uneasiness or panic because for whatever reason, in our office, there just there weren't a lot of women that had kids, so I felt I felt like the odd man out. It is an interesting thing that we kind of have to. I don't know if the right word is to fight against, but to maybe just like broaden horizons. You know that mothers are the best managers out there, right? You know, like we do not lose our skills and our abilities when suddenly we are now mothers. Like my argument is, in fact, we gain way more skills than we had before we, you know, we, it's just, I mean, we are like the ultimate organizer, managers, jugglers, like we can do so much more. It's, it's the best internship you'll ever have. Lifelong unpaid. Yeah. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Fort Worth Moms, an online parenting resource to encourage and inspire moms in North Texas and all over the world. 
I think it's super interesting to kind of hear from you all because my situation is so different. Like in all reality, I have been home full time for nine years, you know, like I've I've worked for Fort Worth Moms for a few years, but it's been part time in from home. So my experience of I've never worked outside of my home, so to speak. It does seem like um, the responsibility always falls to the mom. You know, like you're saying, I have to find childcare in order to do my job. The thing that keeps sticking with me is that for me, like, yes, um, I'm home full time. My husband is the breadwinner. So if I'm going to make time to do something like this, then I kind of work around his schedule. And that's just naturally how we've fallen. But for a couple where you are both working full time, um, maybe in an office setting, why why do you guys think it always falls to the mom to have to to change things? And I'm not trying to pit men against women at this point, but it's it is a structure of our society. Yeah, with yeah. my daughter, like when she when I was pregnant with her and I was starting to research daycare. I remember being frustrated because it was like, why am I the only one researching daycare? Why isn't he researching Mm -hmm. daycare? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that he didn't care. Um, I think also we just have different personalities. You know, I am just very type A and he's kind of fly by the seat of his pants. So, um, but it's funny you brought that up because yeah, I was Mm -hmm. like, why, why am I the only one doing this? How come I'm the one that has to go? pick her up yeah. or drop her off. Yeah, it's it's un, unspoken like gender roles, mm-hmm. you know, that don't actually really have anything to do with who we are as women and men. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but mm-hmm. but it's just I think it's like it's it's a really deep seated like cultural expectations. It still is always like a little bit jarring to me whenever, you know, I go to a library, well, pre-pandemic, go to the library playgroup and there's a stay-at-home dad sitting in the circle with all the moms. And it's like, oh, oh, you're like a unicorn. What are you, you know? Um, So we are kind of, those shifts are being made, I think, um, generationally. But it is just an interesting concept to me and and one that, that sometimes I do feel frustrated with. But for our family, it just has always that's always kind of made sense, you know, with our situation and with, you know, I was in um, the nonprofit sector. So my income was never going to, to be breadwinner income, which was fine. And I enjoyed staying home and have enjoyed it. I'm totally, I'm going to toss this out there. This is not, this is not like a challenge to that notion, but like under no circumstances, is my income comparable to my husband's? Oh, yeah. I mean, like there, like there just isn't. We've chosen very different career paths that just have naturally built in different income levels. But, like, for me, I have. The, I don't want to say fight, fought because I we don't fight about this. This is not an argument with us. But it has been a sticking point for me. That my work and my work time is as important and as valuable as is. And people could look at us and say, I should never, ever request of him to take the kids to school, which means he would go to work, 
come back, get the kids, go. Or I should never, ever request of him that he takes a day off of work so that I can be able to work. Like, if you look at it in a dollars and cents, like, you know, I should... I should condescend in all those situations and cater to him who is the breadwinner. But for us, it's not about who makes the most money. Both of our work is valuable, and the value isn't associated with how much money we make. Now, to say all that, that doesn't mean we should be stupid, right? And if we could not afford our lives and we were needing to make sound financial decisions for our kids if that required you know me to um kind of condescend in that and it would be smarter for me not to work then that would be the willing choice both of us would make that's not what i'm saying yeah Can i ask a question to you guys yeah oh yeah do you ever feel um pressure or judgment um or maybe you feel support but from um, your parents or in-laws as far as like the state of your house or chores or things like that because you are a working mom, because you're a working mom? Um, I will say that we live farther away from our family, so I don't have them entering and exiting my home. Um I think I definitely put pressure on myself, actually, um, you know, and, and probably have unrealistic expectations for, you know, what I should be able to get done in a day in terms of keeping the house the way I would want it. There is definitely a pressure to be like the jack of all trades, like, and that goes to keeping your house making homemade meals, you know, like all this stuff, like you're supposed to be everything at home and everything at work. Can I just say, even when I was not working, I could not keep my home or make homemade meals. Like it was, and I felt that pressure then because it was like, well, what else are you doing during the day? You know? And it's like, well, I'm keeping people alive and that's harder than you think, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think I don't know that I've felt the pressure necessarily from family, but just kind of like we talk about that societal norm of, you know, like, well, you're home all day, so why isn't your house clean, you know, or um, why are your kids a mess when you leave the house, you know, like things like that where I felt pressure. The other thing that I struggled with um, in leaving work to stay home was the pressure of people asking you, like, you know, when you meet somebody, you ask them what they do, yeah. right? And and I had to stop saying, well, I'm just a mom. Mm-hmm. Because I, for me, I felt like, I almost felt shame in the fact that I was not working. Um, and so then when I was working, I then had to stop myself from focusing so much on, well, this is what I do, you know, because it was like, this should not define me either way. And yeah, so that, that I think is more of the pressure of letting it define me. But Katie, what about you? Do you feel like you get pressure? Yeah. So, well, I want to go back to that just, um, just a stay at home mom thing. Cause I would beat myself up over that after I was laid off 
in conversations with my husband. I'm like, well, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. And he's like, you are not just a stay-at-home mom. You are more than that, blah, blah, blah. But I had to stop that, um, that self-hate that I would just talk myself down from that. And cause it is, it's harder than it looks to be a stay-at-home mom. It is. I'll, I'll use some off language. It's yeah, hard as hell. It's not easy. And it is, it is that constant pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, you know, and maybe for something that doesn't, that doesn't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like ignite you the way that maybe like your career does, you know, um, where you love your kids, you would die for your kids, you know, but they're not necessarily making you feel like you are living your purpose. It's only, it's only one part of who you are. It is. And I think yeah. that's, I think that's, it's the language that we use as women and, and as moms of we're not just a stay at home mom or we're not shameful because we're a working mom. We're not, you know, it's like these labels that we're putting on ourselves and each other that, um, that make it seem like there's some kind of moral value assigned to one or the other. It does. It it's kind of like, it makes me think like, oh, we're just like, we're just running around the mulberry bush here, just like in circles and circles because, you know, like somehow our culture has like put us in the spot where we are disappointed and confused and ashamed and guilty if we're a stay-at-home mom because we're not completely joyful in it. And then we are uh, confused and guilty and um, ashamed in all the same words because we're a working mom and, you know, we might find joy in that and take time from our kids or our families. Like, it's just we can't win. Like, there is no balance. There is no arriving at somehow checking off all those boxes. And that means you're the ideal woman or whatever. And then, yeah, to go back to that, like in-laws or parents, like absolutely. And maybe my grandparents and my mom, they're just um, outspoken about it, but, but no, that, so that is a struggle I face is just trying to set, set our own boundaries and set our own standards. And it might not meet the standards of other people. And that's okay because yes, I'm happy yeah. with our family. Yeah. yeah. So so that brings me to the last point I wanted us to chat about before our time is up. And you do have one son, but for your oldest and the rest of us, we're looking at a bunch of girls here. So what is it that we hope for our daughters will be different from for them in terms of like working, not working, careers, blah, 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 whenever they become moms and we get to be grandmas? <laughs> I don't want to be a working grandmother, oh, yeah. I don't think. Stay at home grandma for yeah, sure. Okay. So what do you think? What is it when we're talking about this? What do you want to be different for our for our girls? about what I want to be different. I mean, I want, I want her to be able to choose what she wants to do. One thing I've noticed kind of along those lines is like, my daughter is very much like me, very type A. She loves, she's only three. Like she doesn't know her letters or anything, but she makes lists. She'll walk, she'll walk around with a pad of paper (laughs) and make lists. And she is, um, quote, she'll, she'll go to work or sit in on meetings. 
Mm-hmm. And she mimics us. And at first that made me sad because I thought, well, am I working too much? Is she not getting enough quality time? But I also think that I'm just, I'd hope that I'm sending um, an example for her. Like we work, we come yeah. home, we, pl- we play. And so, you know, I hope that she just doesn't feel pressures that we do as far as I really I want her to know that you can live in a house that looks lived in you know that's okay to do if you want to be a stay-at-home mom that's fine and and I try to change the way I talk to her talk about her um one one might say she is bossy when really I think that she is a leader you know she's going to be a CEO one day so I'm trying to change those words, because I think that's something that I've grown up with is women are bossy and little boys are, are leaders. Whereas no, she's, she just knows what she wants. And so those are just things that I'm trying to constantly work on. You know, I think for me, my hope is that my girl's identity is not wrapped up in what they do on a day-to-day basis. You know, I want them to be able to understand who they are as women outside of what their job is or what their status is, um, because those things change. You know, I want them to understand that life is is seasonal. You know, like you might be a career woman for a season of your life, and then you might choose to be a stay-at-home mom for a season, and then your kids will go to school, and maybe you'll go back to work, or maybe you'll go back to school, or maybe you'll stay home and care for your house and your community. Like, you know, those things don't define who you are because you will always be you regardless of the season of life that you're in because... You know, for you, Katie, like being laid off, you know, that that if your identity was wholly wrapped in that, then how do you come back from that? You know, and it was like, I think that's what was so hard. And actually, my family, the same family that kind of would criticize me for my house, I said something like, I just feel like that's who I was. That's my identity. And my own grandma said, Katie, that's not who you are. You are more than that. So that was. Mm, that meant that meant a lot coming from them because I was very proud of where I worked it was a good chance for me to to bounce back and be I mean she's only three but to show my daughter look you can bounce back from this Mm -hmm. you know and I wanted her to see me cry I wanted her to see me grieve but I wanted her to see me um, pick myself up and and bounce back so yeah there's there's life outside of work too I hope that we just have like wider horizons and less pigeonholing, you know, for women. Um, and like how I was saying, we we feel shame about, we can feel shame about both, you know, but like understanding, like Beth said, for everyone, men included, there are like seasons and things that we go through. And to have just a more realistic, quote unquote, ideal before us, because that ideal really trips up a lot of women, you know, particularly in early motherhood, you know, um, because it is impossible to live up to. And who would even really want to, you know, to begin with? 
So, I mean, those are the things that I hope. I hope that the workplace does become more and more female-friendly and um, more and more, like, flexible, you know, for, for yeah, like, re- for recognizing all the different facets that we have in our lives as women, as mothers. I feel like this could easily spin into a whole conversation about maternity leave and Mm -hmm. you know like yeah women's rights in the workplace and equal pay like those are all things I want to talk with my daughter about when Mm -hmm. she's ready and better prepare her for the workforce because there's things that I don't think are fair um and that she shouldn't have to you know, sacrifice just because she chooses to be a mom, if, if she chooses to be well, a mom. Yeah, because so. that leads into, you know, if we're going to change the way that our society views roles, gender roles, um, then we have to think about things like paternity leave, family leave, you know, giving giving men the freedom to also be able to take care of their families in their homes, you know? And so if we're able to value those things and change them as a society, then hopefully for our girls, it'll be different, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, and just, I won't go into it, but when I was laid off and I was pregnant, like unemployment benefits for pregnant women, that was something I faced and that I, mm-hmm. it was a big struggle for me. Um, when you're pregnant and you, you can collect unemployment while you're pregnant, but you cannot collect unemployment, um, the week you give birth or until, and then following that until you get a doctor's notice because you have to be physically able to work. And there's no, there's no like help, like there's no loophole. So even though I was supposed to be on maternity leave, getting paid for my work because I was on a, because I was on unemployment, I couldn't collect. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So I just, yeah, I hope that there is more, um, equal equality for, for moms and women in the workplace going forward. So definitely, I think we've learned from this conversation that we have some more talking to do at a later date, but our time is up for today. Katie, thank you for joining us. And I knew that you would have such, um, great wisdom and insight and your own experiences to share. So thanks. And we will see everyone later. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Fort Worth Moms.